so um, we were planning to to have this trip uh, last year in April. Uh, we wanted to go to uh, Peru and Ecuador and visit Galapagos Islands. We didn't make it to Peru this time because some countries they have uh, things about traveling and makes it hard. Some countries you, you have to be quarantined uh, for certain time in the hotel and then you can do whatever you want. Uh, but uh, in Ecuador we uh, stayed the whole time, uh, uh, mostly in Galapagos Islands. Uh, the language of Ecuador, anybody knows? So I wish I wish I could speak Spanish because that would mean much more. I would, I would understand much more the culture, the people. But you know, uh, a lot of times body language is a lot can tell you about people. And so wherever we, we went, we didn't meet bad people, even though there are bad people in Ecuador as well. <laughs> but all the people that we met, they were so nice, so friendly. Um, and if they could speak um, English, uh, they would converse with us, tell us about their country. So it was a great trip. Uh, first, uh, when we went out of grid for uh, six, seven days, it, it means no internet, uh, phones do not work. Uh, I, I thought that's, that's bad, but then I liked it so much that you, you with the nature. You know, you and nature, like it used to be a long time ago when, when we didn't have to rely uh, on anything. Um, let's Google this, let's Google that. <laughs> so <laughs> we were more sociable, and it's interesting, the moment we came close to the place, to the island that had internet, everybody was on, on, on the phone. <laughs> it, it just shows you how different uh, we become depending so much on technology. So uh, why I'm questioning Darwin, because if you know a little bit about Darwin, um, uh, he went to uh, Galapagos Islands, spent there a long time, uh, and when he was there, he was more convinced about his idea, how the world came to, into existence, and how the animals came to existence, the fish, the birds. Uh, why is that? And, and I questioned Darwin there because I could see exactly the same thing what he saw. A lot of the islands are not inhabited by people. They're pristine in the same condition when Darwin was there. Of course, uh, much, much less birds, much, much less um, uh, Animals, he saw it much more, and more, more of the animals that extinct. And when people come to, to live with the nature, or in the nature, uh, we bring a lot of problems. We, we bring a lot of death. Uh, just the viruses that we bring, just um, hunting the animals, polluting the planet. So, um, but still, I could see that beauty that Darwin could see. And, and uh, 
what I learned about Darwin that he was not a bad man. He was not going against God like a lot of people portray him. Uh, like uh, he, he hated God and that's why it happened. Uh, he was very excited about the nature. He, he actually studied theology, believe it or not. He almost became a priest, which reminds me uh, Stalin, who also studied theology. One time my, my professor said, asked this question. Uh, he said, who do you think killed the most people on this planet. And we thought, Stalin, Hitler, right? Some, some of the bad people that we know, and he said, Charles Darwin. And I, that's not my idea. <laughs> that's not how I view this. But uh, uh, the Bible speaks about teachers. Remember what it says about the teachers? Be careful, right? Be aware and be careful, because our teachings can lead people into darkness, unfortunately. Uh, so I started questioning Darwin, looking at the beauty of this nature that I believe was created by incredible creator, an artist. He put so many colors there. He put so many varieties of, of plants and animals. And uh, when I see that, I, don't, I didn't come to the same conclusions as Charles Darwin did. But um, talking about God, I wanted to say uh, quickly that, um, that Darwin, uh, this is what he said at the end of his life. Many things that he is an atheist, and he was not. He said, by the way, his wife was a wonderful Christian lady, devoted Christian, right? Uh, that's what he said, Darwin said, in my most extreme fluctuations, I have never been an atheist in the sense of denying the existence of God. I think generally, but not always, that an agnostic would be the most correct descriptions of my state of mind. And then also, uh, he, he has this quotation, often I could shudder um, has run through me and I have asked myself whether I may have not devoted myself to a fantasy. And I say, yes, <laughs> you did. <laughs> and then another quotation, it was a very stupid blunder, sorry for the language, but I'm just quoting, a stupid blunder on my part. I shall, of course, not allude to the subject which I rather grieve about. I wish to be true, but also scientific men ought to have no wishes, no affections, a mere heart of stone. I think uh, he was not denying God, but he also believed in evolution. So atheists, they deny God's existence. Darwin didn't deny God, but he came to the conclusion that he doesn't need God. Evolution is basically takes God out of his work of a creator and, uh, and puts evolution as, as the mechanism for, for life, right? So, 
Darwin, for example, thinks that his uh, grandfather or great-great-grandfather was uh, a monkey. Uh, I believe that it was a man and a woman. Um, so I, I want to show you some of the pictures that we took. And uh, one second. So um, I didn't take this picture. <laughs> this is Anne Darwin. That's a 10 years old daughter of Darwin. And I found out that uh, he lost his faith in God, not because of evolution necessarily, but he lost his faith in God when he became sick, uh, scarlet fever she had, and she died. So that's sometimes I see in my ministry that people lose their faith when somebody who is so close to them uh, dies. And here is what uh, Darwin, or somebody wrote about Darwin. Anne was the apple of her uh, proud father's eye, his favorite child. Uh, he confessed to a friend more than that he loved uh, Anne more than any other children. We don't like to say that we, we love one child more than the other, but uh, if you agree with me that that happens, you just, uh, uh, just let me know at the end. <laughs> but I believe that, you know, you, it's very difficult to love the same. You know, you love your child, one child in one way, another child in another way. Some, somehow, you know, different. Uh, here is uh, Galapagos Islands on the map. Uh, basically, it's volcanic. Uh, uh, that's what makes a lot of plants, a lot of animals different uh, because uh, we adapt uh, as we eat or surrounding in which we are, we adapt to that surrounding, right? Uh, animals do the same, plants do the same. And so if you take uh, Galapagos Islands, uh, the uniqueness is because they are far away from, from the mainland, about 560 miles away. So um, the birds can fly there and stay there. Uh, the sea creatures can, can, can get to it. Here is another way of showing a little bit maybe better contrast there. Uh, do you know what this bird is called? Anybody? Finch. Finches. So it's, it's a common bird in South America, in Africa, in Europe. We see them, right? But on Galapagos Islands, a lot of animals are unique. They are not exactly the same as on the mainland. Okay, so you would not find this finch, same finch, somewhere else. And that's why Darwin uh, jumped into the conclusion, oh, it must be evolution. Um, just my po point of view uh, quickly, but it's important point of view. Um, we believe in, cr in creator, yes? Yes. yes. When creator created man, did he create it as a baby or as a mature adult? adult? Adult. How about trees? Did he create a seed or a root and then it grew into big tree or it was mature tree? Mature. So 
how about planet? When he created the planet, was it brand new or was it mature planet? Have you ever thought about it? It could. So uh, basically I'm asking, uh, which is, you can answer it according to your faith. Do you believe that God could, could have created a plan planet that is brand new, like fresh, like just made it like, like dough that you make? Or was it mature planet? God, God's power is unlimited, right? So when people say, oh, I don't believe that the planet is, is young, and that's why a lot of people do not believe in God. But it, it didn't have to be young. It could have been created as old. It's my point. When uh, Darwin looked at the finches, right here, next one. These are called actually Darwin's finches. There are 13 species, different species. They're all related. Some of them have different beaks, different body, different colors, but they're also, also, all of them are what? Finches. They didn't become anything else, right? So why would Darwin jump into the conclusion that the species are survive, and, and those species that have something better in them, they survive, and so after a lot of, lot of adaptations and changes, the, the fittest are surviving. If that's true, how, uh, how are we the fittest of, of all creation? Can we run faster than uh, some animals? No. Do we have uh, ability to, to fight with big animals, uh, let's say bear? We do. So how is that the fittest? Why, why, why especially? Would we need emotions, feelings, feeling to be loved or feeling to be angry? Why do we need that? Without that, it's actually probably easier to live, right? <laughs> so when, uh, when, uh, when he was looking, Charles Darwin was looking at creation, he jumped into the conclusion that we are adapting and we believe actually in adaptation too. We believe in macroevolution. This is typical macroevolution. When the animals or birds, uh, reptiles adapt to the environment, and especially with their diet over many, many years, they change, but they're still the same species. So we believe in the evolution within this species, macroevolution, but we don't believe, um, uh, we believe in macro, but not great evolution. When, uh, for example, uh, you go from one celled organism, protozoa, which, uh, and then you need, uh, for, for those changes to become a human being, you need, guess what you need? Billions and billions of years. You have to come up with an idea that if you go for a billion and billion of years of changes, it will become, uh, you know, unsegmented worm, then fish, amphibian, then reptile, bird, mammal, and somehow turned into man. So all of these things has to, has to be like the changes has to be positive 
Uh, and um, I believe that we were created by our creator Amen. with the ability that we have, that our creator have. And I also believe that we were created in the image of God, yeah. image of God. Yes. A child asked the mother, how were people born? So his mother said, Adam and Eve made babies because she believed in creator. And then uh, the child uh, went to, to the father who didn't believe in creator. And the child asked the father and asked him the same question. And, and the father said, we were monkeys and then we evolved and became more like we are right now. That was father's answer. So the child goes back to the mother and said, you lied to me. And his mother replied, no. Uh, your father was talking about his side of the family. <laughs> so our side of the family was created in God's image. And I, I do believe that God didn't create just one pair of birds and put them in one place. He created it all over the, the planet. So sometimes we are wondering how how can gurus got got to to Australia? They don't swim, right? Some animals do not swim, and they are on on the islands. It's very easy. When God was creating, He didn't create only in one spot the garden, but that garden, all kinds of gardens and trees were were all over our planet, and birds, and animals. Do you agree with with me? So some finches look at their diet. Some finches eat cactus, uh, some other seeds, some other ve vegetarian. It's called actually vegetarian finch, uh, and it's the largest. So sometimes vegetarian diets, uh, you have to watch out. Uh, woodpecker finch eat insects. I will go f faster. This is giant uh, tortoise. A Galapagos uh, name, do you know what Galapagos means? Does it say to you something in Spanish, no? no. Maybe old Spanish? Well, I, I, I was told that it means uh, tortoise uh, or um, uh, turtles, basically. That, that, that is the island of turtles. That's how they named it. And so these giant tur tur turtles live uh, up to 200 years. 200 years, they, they can become very large. And um, it's for all the animals. Most of the animals on those islands, they don't have predators. So when you come close to them, they don't run. They don't run away. And even if they could run away, I have something I would like to mention. Uh, I, I remember that story. So, <clears throat> how fast they can run? Um, they can run faster than when you, you can get... Um, uh, they, they run uh, approximately 0 .0 0.16 uh, miles per hour. 0 0.16. Ketchup. Uh, you can extract from the bottle, uh, and it, it uh, flows with 0 0.02 uh, 
So six times faster the turtle runs than you can extract ketchup from the bottle. A uh, little bit of science here. <laughs> so that's why you, when, when you do like this, you have to shake it, right? You have to shake it very violently. So when you look at this theory, and I don't like to call Darwin's theory a theory because um, what makes the theory a, a fact? Some, some people, uh, we, we teach uh, uh, this theory in schools for the, to the kids. And uh, what makes it a theory, uh, factual especially, because some people say, oh, there is a scientific facts behind this theory. It's not. Um, first of all, like Newton uh, was hit by the apple, and I don't know if this is a true story, but uh, he discovered uh, the law of gravity. So if you come up with a um, uh, theory, first of all, you have to for formulate your, your theory, and then you have to repeat the, uh, the same thing again and again. And then you can even show it to other people and, and show again and again that how it works. So he probably went back to that tree and, and, and threw the apple up many times, and the apple came back all the time because of the gravity. So Darwin cannot do that with his theory. Nobody was there for billions and billions of years observing how from one single cell uh, it became a, an organism. And guess what? Darwin, because he didn't look under microscope a lot, like we can do right now, powerful microscopes, right? Uh, any kids in school can have it. And you can look at the single cell, living cell. And single living cell is not a simple organism, a very complex. It has DNA and has information like the, the, the greatest library of the world, right? So that information is specific who you are and who I am. And, and so to have that in one single cell, just to start life, from, for the single cell, we, we still cannot do that. And they studied many other things. Um, fruit flies is a good uh, example of studying evolution. Uh, why is it good to study fruit flies? Because they don't live long. So you can go through generations of fruit flies quickly, right? So they bombarded fruit flies with uh, uh, radiology, uh, they put it in different environments, they gave them food, chemicals. And yes, some of the fruit flies were born with abnormalities. You know, ex extra wing or, 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 or some big heads. But those abnormalities didn't lead to new, uh, new species. They were just abnormally and they were sick, basically. And they could not reproduce same children as they were. So we see that among people all the time, right? So that's not evolution. Yeah, I could come very close. They, they said, uh, do not touch the animals, but I, I did touch. You did? I did. So this one, um, uh, large, 
some of them could be up to one ton. Uh, yeah, and um, that's uh, next one is inside of it. Uh, it's it's a real real thing. So it's a big 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 uh, uh, thing. There are many spiders, many many birds, different bird, birds and uh, sea lions. This was where we stayed for eight, eight days on, on this boat. This bird cannot fly. It has wings, but cannot fly. Iguanas. This is a, a sea iguana, Galapagos sea iguana. I see, see the colors, how the colors are different from those who live on, in different environments. Crabs. Oh, this this is interesting adaptation. So, um, when the cactuses, uh, when the cactuses, the, yeah, when they when they grow in places where uh, they are eaten by iguanas, some some iguanas eat cactuses, some birds, they be become much larger. So, so that they, their branches are taller, much taller. But those um, cactuses, the same cactuses, that have no predators, they're smaller because they don't have to protect themselves to become larger. So that was interesting. So I had fun. You can you can tell because yeah, I took uh, thousands and thousands of pictures. This is shark, Galapagos shark. So we uh, we did snorkeling every day, and they told us the story that uh, <laughs> I, I I believe the story was sharks. You can swim with the sharks during the daylight. And they're not going to bite you. Of course, uh, uh, that's not a promise. <laughs> uh, but uh, basically, the sharks are nocturnal creatures. They, they hunt during the nighttime. They are uh, hungry at night, and, and they eat at night. So our boat was surrounded by sharks. Uh, uh, some of them are, uh, two, I mean, bigger than I am, you know, three three meters, two, three meters. Uh, and uh, so they were looking for food. And there is a flying fish. Have you ever seen flying fish? It flies, actually, above the water. And so these sharks are after flying fish. And because flying fish is uh, attracted to the light, and the boat has a light, so the fish is flying into the boat sometimes bumps into it and the sharks are there and sea lions are there so so they said to us do not get into the water after five o'clock and it was like seven o'clock and one one thought one passenger thought it's a joke and he said to the guide uh, uh, is it okay if i jump from the boat to swim and and he said yeah go ahead but he was joking too 
he was joking, the guy was joking, and he jumped, uh, of course, everybody started yelling, the whole, the whole crew came, the crew is like seven people, uh, and they all screamed, and no, nothing bad happened. But there were, um, there were eight attacks in the last 10 years, so now they're calling it significant. When it's eight, it's even even though it's not even every year happens, but um, those could be red more or pink more. Uh, depends on their diet. Quickly, we'll show you. Oh, those are rays. And I didn't know, I have not seen ever rays uh, flying. They jump and they fly ov over the water. And I swam with them too. Um, it's beautiful. Of course, you remember the story about uh, Crocodile Hunter. Uh, yeah, Steve. And I, I miss him. I missed his... Uh, presentations, shows uh, about nature. But I think, I think he did something uh, too risky. He, he, he got too close to them. It was not an attack, it was, it was instinct. Like the rays just... Uh, yeah, but they were not, they're not attacking usually people. A lot of times you see the creation uh, together, and I was um, my image is like, why can't we get along, right? If if, if birds and, and, and sea lions can stay together in one place and crabs, uh, why we cannot do that sometimes? And they have um, 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 penguins. And uh, this, uh, these are the most northern penguins that can ever get, because Ecuador has, uh, it's on the equator, but also part of Ecuador is uh, in northern uh, hemisphere, right? You know that. Some of it in the southern hemisphere, and some of, of them uh, northern he hemisphere. So the penguins are not on the north, they're on the south pole. And... Uh, so these are getting the most north of this planet, these, these penguins, small penguins. See how different iguanas, if they are living uh, and, and eating on, um, you know, different diet, not like sea uh, iguanas, they're, they're dark. These are more co colorful. Even though they don't bite, but uh, when Sp Spanish uh, uh, sailors came first and they saw them, they thought that, th that these are like dragons, like uh, devil, um, you know, because of their spikes. And so, but then they took them into their hands and nothing happened. So these creatures are quite, some people like them as pets. Many, many people keep them as pets. This happened right by the boat. This uh, pelican got lucky, got the fish, 
and was eating right in front of, of me. This is um, interesting. Uh, you, you, you think about mother and, and child to be so different, but they were almost the same weight and height, you know? This is a child with a mother. How do I know? Because uh, the mother was nursing this, this big, big child. <laughs> Darwin came to this place. One of the volcanoes is named, volcano is behind, uh, but this is also one of the volcanoes crater. Uh, and uh, the crater has water. And, and he said, oh, finally we have precious water that we can drink, drink drinking water. He thought that it's not sea. Uh, salt. Um, so, but apparently, lava is quite porous. If you've seen lava ever, it's very porous. And so, it, it, it is not a lake of uh, uh, fresh water, but uh, this, this was a sea, sea water. But it is named by, by his name. A lot of things named after um, Darwin. All kind of creatures. Oh, this was a time when we were crossing equator, and uh, that's my wife is uh, steering the boat. Actually, that's our captain. Beautiful sunsets. When you are over there, you just cannot help but but praise God for His creation. And th this was very sad to me, this uh, picture. One, one is dead, and another one wouldn't, wouldn't walk away. Was just standing there, standing there, there uh, touching the, the dead one. So the red one is dead. Uh, why it died, I don't know. But the other one was not running away. I put my camera right into the nose. And uh, this is interesting. Um, our skeleton is, in, is, is inside of our body, right? This is a skeleton, but it's on the outside. This is empty. It outgrew it, left it for a bigger one. So even the eyes, even the legs, and everything, all of it is skeleton that is left empty. I didn't know that. <laughs> a lot of things was very interesting. This bird was hunting something, and I came so close. And I'm not used to that. The, the wild uh, life has no fear, has no fear at all. This bird was landing on one of our uh, 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 people that we stayed with, and it, it, it liked that, that hair, and so I said, maybe the, it's trying to nest, you know, put, put because th this hair was already like ready for it, like for, for the nest. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is this is so ama amazing. It's like dancing, you know. Um, it's an it's another mother and 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 daughter or son. And again, uh, you come close, and the mother has no anger at all. And I've seen sea lions in in uh, other places. You come to the mother, you 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 better be careful. Don't come too close. We were there, like next to it. These birds were flying. Frigate bird is basically following the boat all the time, sits on it or flies, and it's so beautiful. This is just so amazing. Uh, those were the flying uh, rays, if you can see it. They're just jumping, basically. I don't know how, why they do it. Uh, dolphins all the time. This is a cute bird. Uh, I, I love it. It's called uh, um, blue uh, leg uh, booby. <laughs> the, this is a male. Males have to, have to attract females, and the females are choosing the mate. And it depends how loud and uh, how beautiful they, they blow this red uh, thing like balloon and they make a sound it's beautiful so they stop doing it once they are selected but they will continue to do it until they find some some mates these birds are funny they, they walk so funny S some of them red-footed And again, they come so close. I, I want to show you a little bit movie one more and it's going to conclude it I just need to Uh, can you, can he, maybe he can help me to run these movies. Anyway, I would like to just make a conclusion that when I'm questioning Darwin, I, I, I question his conclusions because he didn't see that from one kind um, the animals can become another kind. He never could prove that. And if, if you would have to have that, you would have to have millions of slight variations that can lead you to jump from one kind to another. And we don't see that between people, for example, and, and chimps. We don't have that. And uh, 
Yeah, they, they, they are harmless. You can come to them very close. I was able to come close and see what they're eating. They, they're eating algae. They're cleaning the, the, the bottom of the sea, basically, from algae. Um, fascinating. Everything was just incredible uh, to be and to see what God has made for us now. And when I'm thinking about the future, uh, I would like to see the creation in six days of another planet like this. That would be something, you know, that you can see something out of nothing, you know, something comes to life. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I would like to ask uh, Christ to to show me how, how he did all of that and, and how the, the life came to, into existence. And uh, uh, thinking about Darwin, I'm thinking that what we can learn from him, that when he was looking at, at the creation, he was excited. He was very passionate. He loved it. Just he, we, we can make the same mistake by coming to the wrong conclusion about who is the author of this beautiful planet on which we live. And we, we don't know the, the, how the planet is going to look in the future, but there is a text in the Bible that says that we cannot even imagine. Nobody saw and nobody can see and predict what God prepared for us. If he created for us this, let's, let's see what he has for us in store in, in the future. Amen? Father, we want to thank you for beautiful, beautiful creation of yours. We want to thank you for um, putting us here also for the purpose to be your image, to be your creation, and you created us for, re for relationship with you, to have relationship with you. We are asking you to be with uh, us for the rest of the day, continue to bless us, we're asking you to bless our families and friends and community in which we live. In Jesus' precious name we ask, amen.